Hey guys, welcome to another episode of I'm No Expert, a craft beer podcast. I'm Chris Laudenslager, and every single week I pick some beers and some friends and we sit around, usually in my studio, but today we're in somebody's living room. Margaret. Yay! Hi! Hi! We're in your living room. Yes, we are. You and Drew's uh, lovely home. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're on the show for the second time. Yes. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited yes, to be back. Yes, you're very excited. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, Drew's here. Hi, Drew. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Excellent. Uh, this is probably your like 18,000th show at this point. No. It's actually, it's been a while since Gray and I have been on the show. Uh, I was on September. Of... Was that the last time? What was that show? Fall beer number two. Was that, okay, second It was just you and me. Oh, because yeah. yeah. I surprised you because you were like, what are we going to do? And you're like, fall beer. And you're like, I hate everything. I hate everything <laughs> pumpkin and white girl. And it was. It was just like pumpkin spice pumpkin. Like, we had like some basic good beers. girl. It's very basic. We had Aww. some good beers in there. I think you they weren't one. terrible. They weren't. Yeah, you didn't not not like them. I didn't not not like any of them. You're right. Yeah. Um, so it's Sunday. We're recording this on Sunday, and if you live in Indiana, you know one really dumb thing about Sunday is that you can't buy booze on a Sunday at all. No well, wine. No. You can buy growlers. Okay, just ruined First the whole intro there. I thought you were going to bring the up whole the whole build up. The listeners were on their seats waiting for what. And then Grant's just like, Blah. Mr. Practical over there. Well, essentially, you can definitely go buy a crawler. Well, I don't say there's one sitting in front of me. I know it's fresh. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Um, so I went around to. I'm going to take off the headphones because it's, <laughs> it's really distracting. And Welcome. Um, so we went around to three different breweries around Indianapolis today and got three different growlers, three distinct styles of beer. So hopefully we can find something that each everybody likes. I kind of can guess what everybody is kind of going to like already, but we'll kind of go from there. Let's um, play the game. The first one is from Big Lug Canteen, uh, which is really, really new. They're up on the north side next to me. Um, they do everything in-house. AKA, AKA, AKA probably Chris's favorite brewer right now. Yeah, I'm, de- I'm, like I'm detecting a, a small love affair right now. Yeah, yeah, a big love. Yeah, they're really great. Now, Growler is Margaret. Do you have any Growler facts? I know you had some facts about beer, about craft no, beer. No, no one told me to search those today. No, <laughs> no I only searched facts on uh, craft beer. So, Grant, you're the you're sixty four sixty four fluid ounces. Grant, mm-hmm. that's right. How many? Uh, don't ask me. I don't do mental you don't math. Have, you don't have to do mental math at all. I so got you. Get out your calculator. I mean, Margaret's got exactly four pints. Yeah, get yours. Exactly four pints. There you go. Thank There's you. That. What else, Grant? What else is, is 64 fluid ounces? Because I have a cheat sheet, too. I don't have a cheat sheet. Don't, don't quiz me on this. It's a half a gallon. Okay. Okay. Uh, See, this is imperial units. Imperial units. They don't make any sense to me. I'm an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> four, four tall boys. It's basically... How almost, many liters? Well, if you talk liters, Grant will Yeah, there you go. Lead. I want a liter <laughs> of cola. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's one liter of cola. One we liter. A, uh, we should get a, a boot liter. liter we of should. A liter. Dots oh, boot liter? Yep. Um, it's all, basically you can kind of say a growler is the equivalent, almost the equivalent of a six pack. It's like five and what does it say? Five and a third bottles. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a great way to, especially on Sundays, go to your local craft brewery or brew house or brew pub or tap room or whatever, and actually take really great beer home. Um, 
a lot of places will have beer specials on Sunday. Um, I know one of the breweries had an $8 growler fill today, which is really great. So you can... That is cheap. Always look online to find um, where your uh, local brewery will have specials. I know a couple of places actually even give out like free growlers on Sundays. So like if you go and get a growler fill, like they'll mm-hmm. give you the growler for free. So you yeah. don't have to like buy the growler. Oh yeah. So. The glass, the glassware is like the cheapest thing ever. I mean, I think <laughs> oh, this yeah. was like maybe $3. No, but I'm just saying it, it's but... a nice perk. Like sometimes you can get a deal where it's like an $8 growler mm-hmm. fill and you don't have to pay for the growler, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, what's funny is that all these places will usually mm-hmm. have branded. So our big lug growler has the big lug logo on it. They have a funny quip on the back. Your iPad just stinged. Margaret. <laughs> I was searching I was searching still growler info. <laughs> um but the the branding it's kind of funny. You, you'll see this at almost every brewery when you take in a growler of a different brewery. They'll usually have a giant sticker that they put over the other brewery's logo. Yeah. So when you walk out of um Big Lug, if you take in let's say a Sun King growler, they'll put a big Big Lug sticker on soft so it's the uh, advertise. Is all our devices good? I know. I don't know. We, this the, the, no, it's, it's we, we have it on airplane mode and the volume on mute, and it still makes so noise, and fault. we don't know how it works. That's okay. Um, so growlers. This is our first. Our first beer from Big Lug is called Light, spelled L Y T E. Aren't they super fly? Get it? Fly with a Y. <laughs> Light with a Y. Oh my gosh! This is an American. <laughs> Uh, this is an American light. Uh, it's pretty low ABV at 4.2. It's a light lager. So why don't we go ahead and... I've tried this before, so this isn't like a blind taste. Is this one you thought I would like? Yeah. <laughs> so... Bigger. We uh, we should have we turned this into a quiz, is what we should have done, is tasted all the beers and then said which beer goes with which person, but... And then me saying, oh, I guessed that before. <laughs> yep. Grant, what do you think on there at the end? It's pretty yeasty for a light beer. Yeah. Like for a light, it's got like a, like that body behind it. Margaret, all my Google notes were on the iPad. <laughs> 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 well, just, 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 no, just tell us how you really feel. It's not bad. Um, she does not not like it. Has an interesting taste. What is that flavor? Hmm? The yeasty notes to it. Maybe it's a little yeastier than normal light beer. Is yeah, that what you said. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. It definitely has some like actual. Flavor. Flavor there. Versus just like colored waterish. Right. Yeah. I'm it's actually you. like incredibly, I think it's incredibly neutral for a light beer. Because sometimes I feel like with light beer, you kind of get almost that, um, I don't know, it's kind of not quite like a stale taste, but sometimes. Like a dirty you, dishwater. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> You're licking the inside of a. Where do you guys car, drink your light or, beer? No, like it just, I, I think sometimes I there. when there's like, when there's not a whole lot of flavor to like a light beer, just, it, yeah, it kind of has like, like a little bit water. of like a, yeah, like a stale a taste. Group. So I, I think this is like incredibly neutral. Um, definitely kind of a more of a full bodied light beer, but uh, overall, I mean, very, very drinkable. Um, I mean, it'd be good on a warm, hot day. Mm-hmm. You'd be able to down this summer. Even though we're looking at snow outside yeah. of my house right now. It's not, it's, I mean, seasonally, it's not there for me. Really, it's not in my wheelhouse. Like, I kind of tend to stay away from beers this light. But I think this is, would be like a good food beer. Mm-hmm. Really I good. love light beer, and I like this. So here's the trick: is it's out of a growler, which you you typically use a lot of lose a lot of the carbonation mm-hmm. when you do a growler, mm-hmm. and this is still pretty crisp. So I could imagine this like straight out of the tap or out of a bottle would be very very carbonated, and a little bit like um like brisk. Yeah, 
I agree. And another point with growlers is that your your uh, half life of the actual growler itself and the beer inside uh, decreases pretty quickly. Even though the seal, even though you've got a seal on there, mm-hmm. um, you're you'll lose carbonation. It'll go flat in 48 hours if that yeah i would say like first of all if if you don't open it it will definitely have a little better shelf life but i definitely agree with you i mean if you if you're going to get a growler you should probably drink it within i would say one sitting at at least within 70 at at least within 72 hours can that change based on what type of container growler you get versus like that's glass versus like a ceramic or a stainless steel um i know that there are some look at you there's some, I've seen some growlers that are actually uh, insulated by like, um, there's a company called Clean Canteen that makes water bottles and they've got a growler that is like double walled and insulated and has some kind of like latch hinge Camel or something. Camelback needs to get on this big right? wagon. <laughs> but the glass growler, I have, I'm trying to think how many different breweries growlers that I have, probably like four or five, and they all are the like exact same color they have 64 fluid ounces in the exact same font they're actually they're like literally identical probably growlers. from the same factory probably some from the I same mean, it's factory. the same like brown glass bottle like moonshine like you imagine like the hillbilly is like blowing into it and playing their music it's got xxx on the outside that's right <laughs> yeah my grandmother has some of those as decorative pieces on her mantle your, your grandmother was probably like a booze runner um but you know with like takeaway, you you know carry out. You have things like call or um, bullets, but I've mm-hmm. also heard it called a crowler. C R O W L E R. So it's half a growler, growler, um, and then you can do pony keg and full keg and that kind of stuff. But those take a little bit more. That's that's not as convenient as walking in somewhere. And I never understood the concept of a bullet. I guess it's for people who want to try. I guess that makes sense. What if you want to try a bunch of different beers, growler. I suppose you could get like so a couple of different bullets yeah, or whatever. Yeah, bullets is, is just like half a half a growler. I mean, it's so it's, instead of people having like forty parties where they tape the forty ounce beers to their hands, they're gonna have bullet parties and they're ooh, gonna take bullets. You could. Hands. Oh, there you go. Boom. Edward Bullet Hands. Edward Bullet Hands. <laughs> <laughs> Next Halloween. Oh, oh right good. <laughs> Drink responsibly. <laughs> You know, that is a very ironic term for our friend group most of the time. <laughs> but yeah, um, bullets, growlers, or in you know, Indiana, there's always, there's a, there's a argument and counter arguments always to, should we like abolish the law? There's some businesses who benefit from it. There's mm-hmm. some that do not. There's some that will, it's, it, there's lots of things going on. And, you know, there's, there's always the, uh, Supporting local craft brewery is great, and especially on Sundays in Indiana, when you can go and get a growler fill, you're definitely supporting those places more. Where instead of going to the grocery and buying a six pack of yeah, mm-hmm. I- ironically something. enough, the biggest proponents of that law staying on the books are liquor stores mm-hmm. who are able to be closed on Sunday because they're not forced to stay open and compete with you know the big boxes. And then obviously the craft brewers um, have quite a bit of interest in it now as well because it's kind of an incentive for people to go out and you know take out from there i think it's like a, a less so even though for some breweries and some brewmasters that i've talked to because it's it's sunday isn't like their biggest like money maker and a lot of places like um like big lug you can only find their beer there and it's like 
in proportion to buying beer in like a box store, it's like super cheap. So yeah. you can't go to like your local like liquor store and get their beer <clears throat> off the shelf. No. It's the same. It, it's similar to what Broderpool Brew Pub does, even though they've just started to bottle. Mm-hmm. It's these places that kind of have that exclusivity of you can only get this beer at their location. Mm-hmm. So the Sunday rule doesn't really apply to them, right? Got it. Because it's like, oh, it doesn't matter where you They're go; gonna you're, you're no just going to come there, and mm-hmm. no matter what. Well, and I think the other thing as well is I just think that I think a surprisingly large amount of people don't know that you can carry beer out on Sundays mm-hmm. from. Like, I, I can remember the first time that I did it, like, I was shocked that you could carry out from, you know, a brewery, you know, just because of the law on Sundays. So I think it's also maybe just a, something where the more people actually get to know that, that you can do that, it might become a little more popular. Yeah. So, what do we think? Grant? I finished it. Light? It's, it's light beer. I'm on your boat. I don't typically go for light beers. Um, this one's a little bit more full-bodied. But not my favorite. Just, I'd almost rather have a Coors. Because mm. it would be more refreshing than this was. And I didn't necessarily like the added flavor profile, just because I'm not a light beer fan. It just, it's just too yeasty for me with it. nothing else backing it up. Okay. Margaret? I, I, I go against you. Because mm-hmm. I love Coors. And I like this more. But I'm also turning onto the hoppy bandwagon of like the IPAs. And so that's why I maybe like this a little bit over course because it has a little bit more full body in it As for a, a light beer still. This isn't any hops in it. This isn't any I, I'm not saying hops. I'm just saying it has flavor. Yes, it does have flavor. It has something. Where Coors is See, I'm drinking, back to that dish. We're getting closer to that dish. dish yeah, and, I, and dishwasher soap is at least refreshing. <laughs> um, and for, for this, for me, it was just like yeasty. I feel like I could just go eat a like bread dough. And get the same effect, like carbonated bread dough. Oh no, bread's great mm. segment brought to you by Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty Dawn. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Saving wildlife in my mouth. Uh, ooh. Um, Weird. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Chris, you can probably sympathize with this. I, I think the tough thing about light beers, especially on a beer podcast, is just it's just not a whole lot to talk about. No. Like, I mean, when you're looking at you know white noise on your TV and you're asked to describe the white noise on your TV, it's like, well, it's kind of white. It's got some black to it. I mean, it's just it's just not a whole lot to, you know, really describe. There's just not a whole lot going on. So I think that's always a tough thing um, when we do do lighter beers on the show is it's just they're good beers and I think they obviously, I think they always have their place um, within craft brewing in general. Um, I think it's a great way to bring people in that wouldn't otherwise necessarily get into craft you know, beer. But, um, you know, sometimes just lacks a whole lot going on. Yeah. I think that a lot of light beers, and especially a lot of low ABV beers, is a kind of a good way to go into a new brewer and kind of see their chops. Because it's kind of like there's not a lot of stuff that they can kind of add to cover up mistakes during brewing. Mm. So it's, you know, um, a light beer like this American Light Lager is a good kind of... Inc- indication i think that kolsch style mm-hmm. is also another mm-hmm. good indication as well because you know there it's it's a lighter <laughs> beer there's not you know there's a distinct flavor there and when that when you know the style and you know what it's supposed to taste like and it doesn't taste like that that's kind of a red flag and i think this is just a really good solid like a light american lager like it is it is what it says on the tin like it is just a nice you know 
it's maybe not as like refreshing as like a BMC beer because like you said, Grant, there's more body to it, mm-hmm. but that body is because it's, there's the, just the flavors, the malts, the, you know, this, how it was actually brewed. Um, and I think it's super solid for being something that I don't normally drink and don't, don't normally really normally enjoy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I definitely would say thumbs up on this particular beer. Um, all right. Well, let's take our first break of the show and we will be right back. Welcome back to I'm No Expert, a craft beer podcast. I'm Chris Lauditzlager, and this week we are doing a Sunday show, uh, not related to football or what other sports. But we are in suburbia. But the Colts did win today. Mostly just football Sunday. Just football on Sunday. Well, there's there's every sport, but it is NFL Sunday. NFL is like the big thing thing. on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're in uh, suburbia. suburbia, I guess. Yay for suburbia. Yeah. Welcome, everyone. We got fences and neighborhoods. It's very quiet. We got HOAs. Live, live music at our grocery stores. I walk, I like literally walked in tonight. I, and valley parking. Yeah, <laughs> valley parking. Kroguchi. Kr- for people that don't know, so we're, we're up in Carmel now. And I, anyways. <laughs> hey now. So I, I walked to the Kroger tonight and like they have, I walk in and there's First live music. First time he's ever went to the grocery store. They have live music playing. Uh, there is not one, but two separate SUVs that do valet, like take you to your car in this park. It's, right. it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's a little, uh, you know, pick your it's own just, mushrooms. It's just, it's, it's a little over the top. I'm just surprised. I personally love it. I'm surprised how much, uh, grocery stores have with like more food, like food that's like ready made. Like Whole Foods has like a whole hot bar and that Kroguchi has like a restaurant inside of it. Like, Apparently, there's a new like market district thing as well. I've heard that's about like that. even it's like Whole Foods mm-hmm. slash like Super Kroger on steroids. I don't. I haven't been there yet. Grocery stores are getting kind of crazy. Ridiculous. It's like a three ring circuit somewhere in there. I think Barnum and Bailey's. Or you can live downtown and go to Marsh and still pay like three times as much as you'd pay anywhere else because it happens to be downtown. Oh. <laughs> it makes Whole Foods look cheap. <laughs> you can go to Kroger I've done that once. I will never do it again. <laughs> Kroghetto on 16th Street, if you didn't know, you need a bulletproof vest. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, all right. So our second beer is from Triton Brewing. I got their lovely Triton Growler. Again, looks exactly the same as uh, the Big Glove Growler. Just the Triton says, logo. This is Triton <laughs> yeah. on it. Uh, this is their Pink Ribbon Saison. This is brewed uh, for breast cancer oh, awareness. This is at 6.2% ABV with a 19 IBU and a new unit, which I don't understand that people are now registering. It has a 28 SRM. What does the acronym stand for? Uh, standard something measurement. Well, it's basically, the R is probably important well, like, word no, it's here. It's basically the color. Oh, so this is like homeless man urine. Right, so there's okay. literally a number that can describe the it's color. Super rad mojo. Super it's got twenty rad, super rad, rad mojos. mojos. Yeah. Is this like pirate ninjas in yes. like the Martian? Yeah, pirate ninjas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But I think we should refer to this from now on as super rad mojo. Yep. So it's I'd got say a, this has got about a twenty. Twenty-eight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Twenty-eight super rad mojo. What was this called? This is the pink ribbon saison. This is crispier, crispier than the last one. Is Hopefully. it pink ribbon for it breast smells, cancer month? Yes. 
it smells fuller than a like normal saison. Like more meat to it. They're usually lighter. Like pork or chicken? No, like beef, like umami. Ooh, umami flavor. It's not snapping anymore. Is it? You know, it had some head retention coming out of the, it the growler. It did. We just stared at it for a little bit. It smells great. We can kind of like swirl it around, get a little bit more foamy, foam action going. All right, Grant, you've already tasted it. What do you think? That's a good beer. It's got a weird finish, but it's a good beer. Like a... I haven't tasted it yet, but I think I'm going to like it. Where I like the way it? it smells. Yep. It smells great. It's not overpowering. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, a lot of times with the aromatics, it gets you get really, like, overpowering, and you just can't, like, really discern all the different kind of smells. But this is like, really got a really good smell to it. Margaret, what do you... Well, I was like, well, those two are chatting. Face? Margaret's face, I wish this was on the show. Like, it was... I these really are legendary. Faces. What was that face, Margaret? It's good. The, I, the it, aftertaste... It's got a weird finish. Like, like a, a, so it's I mean, like a harsh. Uh, it's like a slick flavor. Slick I'm not flavor? really sure. Yeah, Hold like on. um, oily, metallic. Okay. No, not metallic. Not oily. Like I'm trying to think of the word. Like, it's like the mouthfeel it gives you. It's very like. If you breathe out with it, there's something weird. Um, okay. Chris, please freaking help us. <laughs> yeah, someone what try. What do you think? What, what's your thoughts? Um, Sorry, I'm taking another seat here. Because you've leaned back, which means that I know I'm, I'm discerning it. I've got a you know nice couch here, you know. <laughs> so better than the the you know uh, studio the seating. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to get some rocker chairs for that. Oh gosh. Um, no, I, this is really actually kind of kind of light for I think most saisons that um, we've had on the show. Um, really refreshing. Um, I agree. It's it's kind of got a little bit of a different um, finish to it, but. Um, Again, it's it's a very like I would say like the finish is very like neutral. It's a lot mm-hmm. like the last beer where, um, you know, th- there's like nothing in general that's really sticking out really harshly like on your palate. So I do like that whole kind of like neutral taste. And again, I think this would make a good pairing with a meal. Like a lot of times you get beers that kind of leave like a real strong aftertaste, and it kind of interferes, especially if like you're you're having it with a meal. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like this is a very drinkable, very like neutral. Um, beer that would would pair well with um, you know with with food food some kind of and yeah like a lot of different foods it's not like you yeah can, you can do pairing of of certain beer styles to certain meals you know I think this would have very broad appeal yeah mm-hmm. certain when it, it's lighter than it smells mm-hmm. like the smells a lot more full body than the actual beer is but it's really refreshing refreshing and. I think that I, I get a little, um, little estery, a little yeasty, and a little like grassy. Grassy's a good word. I, I think like grassy's the finish that I, I'm like slick, oily, like that smooth flavor. But I think the grass. I don't know is, where oily is coming not, from. It, it, but I don't know I mean, where oily is either. It's, it's I mean, not like greasy oily. It's just like it doesn't stay in your mouth. No, it's, it's just smooth. It's just like like wipes away. I don't know what it is. Margaret's face is just <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. like it's not it's not oily she's like the thinker very zen like yeah um, the little blurb on Triton's website made with white and pink peppercorns and coriander the sweet and spicy saison is crisp and refreshing brewed annually to honor the Triton family whose lives have been touched by cancer this ale is one way we contribute to the fight a portion of the proceeds are donated to local and national cancer charities so that's why it's the pink ribbon saison. Beautiful. Nice. 
Um, I don't get the spicy. That's the one thing I don't get out of the description. That could really be, that could be part of the finish. No, but it, it's peppercorn spice. It's not like spicy like right. sriracha. It's like yeah. peppercorn, and I get that. Huh. It's And it's white and pink peppercorn, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit different. Like a brighter spice. Yeah. It's a little bubbly. It does have more it's CO2. Kind of the last CO2 is, I think this one has more CO2 like taste in it than the other one, but this mm-hmm. one is higher ABV. We're almost two... Okay. We're almost two whole point percentage points higher in ABV, four point mm. two and six point two, so exactly mm. two point. It's a good beer though. Like this is like a very tasty good beer. I think this would definitely creep up on you because this tastes very light for a six point two. Like yeah. it doesn't have the same mouthfeel as is usually. Usually when you start to get that six seven eight, you can almost just the you can almost feel the alcohol on your tongue. And I don't get that with this. Like, mm-hmm. it still st- manages to stay, like, very, uh, very drinkable. Yeah, absolutely. This would be a dangerous session beer. Yeah. Like, on a hot day, it all oh, needs to be good. Yeah. I agree. Um, with stylistically, what's kind of interesting today, when I went to Triton, I struck out three times when I was reading the menu. Didn't realize that there was a growler fill price under each of the things that I could get a growler of and ask, like, three different beers... Could I get a growler fill of this? And I'm like, no, we can't do a growler fill. A lot of times you won't be able to get a growler fill of any kind of sour. You won't be able to do a growler fill of anything on nitro as well. Really? Um, just because when you get it on nitro, it will uh, basically make it more flat when mm-hmm. you put it into a growler based on the amount that you put in. So I can see that because a lot of nitro beers, like when you see them pour it, it, they almost have to like wait for some of the outgassing to occur because mm-hmm. otherwise, it, you know, you're just going to get like half a growler full of like foam. Right. So I could definitely see how a nitro would you wouldn't be able to capture like the like keep like the nitrogen in it in a growler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But why not a sour? Uh, so it depends on the place. He didn't. The guy didn't really tell me why. The sours weren't available. Usually, they're a little bit more more expensive because they're a little bit more finicky. They take a lot more time to make. So, when you're making a sour, it's a little bit more like special occasion. Mm-hmm. So, either the growler is going to be like double the price, or they're just not going to offer growlers to take. And they may just they may just have such a limited a supply that they just don't want to be giving out that much volume, right? Yeah, they'd rather serve it by the by the glass. glass and at you know that particular brewery rather than like quote unquote distributing it even yeah. though I mean a growler is basically just four pints it's not like mass distribution by any means like a keg would be yeah. but and and you know if it's like a special edition sour or special edition any beer in general I mean kind of my thoughts are uh, unless you were we, we talked about the half-life of a of a growler we're probably having like the best experience of the growler like these were i pulled these this afternoon right Mm -hmm. so they're not any more than maybe like three hours old i think another thing on like the growler topic i think they make like something great to bring to like a party because anytime you go to a party like usually you go pick up like a six pack or a bottle of wine or something and so I think if you're going to go get a six pack you might as well go get like two growlers and it's going to be I mean, you probably get the same beer that you would get that you would go get at a six pack. So, like, if you wanted to Triton, like, to liquor store and got, like, if you were like to go into Triton, you could probably get a growler of anything that you'd be able to buy in a liquor store. And I just feel like it's a great thing to bring to a party, and it's like fresh beer. So rather than 
because you know I, I think we, and we've talked about this on the show before and we've even done you know comparisons between two separate beers one, you know being bottled versus like directly out of a tap yeah and while it's not quite out of a tap I would say it's the closest thing that you can get without actually being in the bar yeah I agree Margaret what are you thinking over there you finished it I did I like it I'm still trying to figure out what the, the finished flavor is that just like your it's, cheat sheet it's, didn't help it, you out? No, well, no. The cheat sheet's making noise. Um, <laughs> it's like a... This is going to sound really odd, but most things I say on this show is odd. Uh, it's like a farmy taste. Like an outdoorsy taste to me. Okay. I know that makes no sense. So... But it's like an outdoorsy flavor. Okay. What that means? Not a damn clue. Maybe that's the grass. Grassy. Outdoorsy. Mm-hmm. Boom. I uh, like it, though. Grant, what are you your could final? get in trouble with yeah. this. Yeah. It was a good beer, and I definitely think you would get in trouble with it. Like it's, it's tasty and it's smooth, mm-hmm. and if it was like hot outside, I feel like you would just drink one and put your glass down and get another. Be like whoa. Yeah. Be like whoa. Be like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, Drew, what do you think? Great beer, great saison. Um, all lot, yeah, all around, well rounded. Um, again, I, I I like the finish a lot. Very neutral finish. So overall, I think it's a great beer. Yeah, I think it's a it's a pretty it's it's kind of like in more in my wheelhouse with saisons, and I think you said it previously. It's it's a lot lighter than some other saisons. It doesn't have a, a lot of like um, meaty meaty characteristic to it. Mouthfeel a little is a little kind of slippery, not mm-hmm. oily. I'd say slippery. so. Slippery. That's why I was looking for slippery. I couldn't like find a word to describe this it. Isn't it, it just doesn't linger. Doesn't there's not there's, there's right, not no, that it, kind of it wipes linger. away. It's like, yeah. it, like Right away, but I, I do like it because it's so uh, effervescent with the uh, with the CO two level. I like how it kind of gets up into your your sinuses mm-hmm. a little bit. You can kind of taste some of those uh, spices, I think, but in your nose. Well, it's weird. The spices smell meatier and fuller, but they're crisper and a little bit more pointed when you drink it. Like it's, it's a crisp, clean beer, but it smells like it's got a little bit more like body to it. Yeah. Smells stronger than tastes. Right, which is interesting. Like most of the time, it's the other way around. You get a beer that like doesn't smell that strong, and then it'll, like the body will hit you. Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, let's take a second break and get our uh, third and final beer, which I predict that Grant will probably like. Hooray! <laughs> we'll see. All right, we will be right back. Welcome back to I'm No Expert, a craft beer show. I'm Chris Laudenslager. This week, we're our Sunday show, Growlers, Growlers, Growlers. Is that the show, Growlers, Growlers, Growlers? I think, that, I think that's what we're <laughs> Is this like Gers, 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 the K-pop song? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's the same thing. I'm just going to insert K-pop in between. Gers, Gers, Gers. In case you're wondering... Uh, you know, listeners. That's the uh, that's the Korean term for girls. Right, girls. girls. <laughs> what a fantastic piece of music. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm sure all of the scholarly. Grant does love that... <laughs> love K-pop a little too much. I'm yeah. kind of worried. I mean, that's the only style of music I think Grant actually looks relates up and, to, and I relates relate to. to. 
<laughs> it's K-pop. Yes, yes. The only thing that he relates to is revolves around you know 1990s Abercrombie style music style. Yeah, <laughs> that's Grant. I've seen what you were wearing today. I think it's Calvin Klein. Oh, okay. <laughs> I right. buy it. This isn't a clothing podcast. It's a beer podcast. <laughs> beer podcast. So we have our third and final beer. This one I think that Grant is really going to like. I this mean, is from Books and Brews, uh, which is a kind of really cool little place, library slash bar slash restaurant place that makes some really good beers. Um, this is their Pumpkin Porter, and that's all the information I have because I didn't get any kind of ABV or anything else. And there's nothing on their website. It looks like motor oil. I'm excited. We could call them. You want to call Books and Brews right now live? <laughs> yes. And figure out. It'd be really funny. So the pumpkin porter. Pumpkin porter. Just make sure you put them. I on bet it would be slightly two. spicy. Line two. Right? Yeah, line Should two. Be. Pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. All, all of our other callers are, are filling up our other lines right Does now. Does that Christina. mean spice? Such a popular uh, show. More so than a stout. Got it. What's what's the difference? We're talking about porter. What that? Like porter is usually a little bit spicy. spicier than stouts. Like they have a little bit more. Um, a little bit more hopped. Yeah. A little more spicy. Porter is a dark style of beer. Beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> developed in London and from well hot beers made from brown malt. The name was first recorded in the 18th century and thought to come from popularity with street and river porters. The history and development of stout and porter were intertwined. The name stout is used for dark beer is believed to have come from about because strong porters were marketed under such names as extra porter. Double porter and stout porter. Uh, the term stout porter, which would later be shortened to just stout, for example, Guinness Extra Stout, was originally called Extra Superior Porter and was only given the name Extra Stout <laughs> in 1840. There you go. How, uh, how are those tryouts in uh, voice acting going? Good. <laughs> the accent kind of uh, fluctuated a little bit towards the end. You got any callbacks yet? <laughs> All right, I'm I'm worried because this is pumpkin, but we need, uh, we need to just stick to radio with you, you know, podcast radio. Yeah, that, you know, it's not very pumpkiny. It's interesting they're still making pumpkin. Well, well, yeah, because we ta- we definitely talked about this during our whole series of uh, pumpkin beer show episodes, mm-hmm. which were done back in September. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back, we did four episode four weeks of pumpkin beers. You did, and that was like the high time for pumpkin <laughs> beers. Like now, it's. Nothing. Like, well, yeah. there's nobody's brewing pumpkin beers. Nobody's having pumpkin beers in the store. Like, would you think it'd go through like Thanksgiving pumpkin? Yeah, sure. But no, it stops in October for the most part. So it is exactly what I thought. It'd be a lot spicier than like a stout or whatnot. But it's not very pumpkin-y. It's like more like the spices from a pumpkin pie than yeah. I get actual pumpkin. I get spice like warmness. It it's definitely got a spicy smell. smell to it for sure. It's it's good. I don't know if I'd want more than one because it's such a flavorful beer, right? This is like something you want like a sampler of, not a bunch of these at once. Margaret, you made another face this I time. This is the faces. best. This is the... <laughs> she... Describe, describe the, you know, you got to describe why you made the face though. We can't... She can't really describe beers in an audio sense. It's really just more of a facial sense. Like so... We should, we should We're only just a... going to have a video camera. And the show notes, we just Mark's just... reactions. We should just take a picture about three seconds after she tastes a beer every time and just post them to the show notes. And that'll be Margaret's like reactions. If that was the case, no one would ever drink the beer we drank in the show. <laughs> yeah. She's like, did you just say this was heavy? No, it's spicy. Oh, I don't think it's as heavy as it smells to me. Okay. When I smell, I thought it was going to be really, like, real intense. Um, 
I like it. Okay. Um, but no, it's not pumpkiny. No, it's just spicy. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't taste pumpkin at all. No. Um, I'm going to disagree with Grant a little bit. I mean, I think this is an incredibly drinkable, um, you know, dark beer. I think a lot of dark beers kind of, for me, are a little heavier. And I think that this has a certain lightness to it. Like, it has a certain crispness to it. So I think they did a good job with the spices in it of kind of, like, making it more of, like, a crisp taste. Yeah. Kind of, it's, you can, it's spicy, but not overbearing. I can taste the hops. I think that's coming out specifically. It's like a roasty malt on like the back end finish. Mm-hmm. But I get some bitterness from the hops, which are kind of cutting through, which I think is kind of lifting everything up. It'd be interesting to know what the ABV is, because that could tell you a lot mm. about that as well. I bet you it's not low with the no. finish I'm getting, with mouthfeel. I, I def- like the mouthfeel at the end. It's probably pretty high for being a porter with this much kind of flavor and, and oomph to it. The porters aren't usually that bad. They're usually pretty even. Uh, I mean, it depends. What do, what I mean, do, it's all think it relative. What do you like, think it is? Like a seven? I'd say seven five. Okay, I'd buy that. I would. It's got a pretty color to it. It's not as dark motor oily as you'd think. Um, but move it around. It's pretty. It's got like an amber. Like it's not bad. That's pretty. Like no, it's not. I can't see the fire through it. I I don't know. I like the. I I think it. Look right there. Boom. There you go. The it's bottom. Got, I mean, the edges. Yeah. I think it's got. It's not as dark. I wonder what As the it, uh, I, I wonder what the looks. super rad mojos are on this. Ooh, probably like a fifty-five. Yeah. Well, what's the scale on super rad mojos? Zero to hundred. Let's look. Super uh. rad mojos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's like IBUs where it's all theoretical. Well, I don't understand. IBUs are so IBU International Bitterness Unit. Sure. Usually. That's a thing. That's a yeah. thing. It kind of sounds like it's a standardized unit. Like it's super official. You know. Like, right. The International Bitterness but Unit. Really need it's supposed sheet. to go from 0 to 100. But people have right? higher than 100? So apparently there are some beers that go over 100. So it's really just theoretical at this point. Or anything over 100 is just marketing hype. Right. And really, palate-wise, anything over like 60 or 70 just blows out your palate and you really can't taste anything else. Right. Hmm. So... Hell, it's like how much good? you want to pucker, like when you drink it. Well, and we could get on a whole debate about the merits of just creating hoppy beer to just create hoppy beer, which seems to be we've discussed a that on the show a lot. Yeah, in some breweries, you need to have a chart, flow chart, sort of, kind of. We just put a sticker and it says hop. Well, I feel like the whole but, concept of mm-hmm. like creating an overly hoppy beer is like when you go to a wings place and they advertise like world's hottest wings. And it's like once you get to the point where like you like it will are, cause mouth sores, yeah, like, like you're open essentially sores, like frying your taste buds because it's so hot and like you're sweating to death. Like I feel like it's no point other than sport. It's like, so my favorite the place yeah. where they cook their wings and they just put pepper spray on them. <laughs> <laughs> Or like better yet, like, yeah. like, why don't you just order mild wings and then just have your, like, like waiter or waitress come out and just, like, Mace you. Yeah, just, yep. just spray bare, in the face of pepper spray, you know? Mm, Same effect. Doesn't that sound um, appetizing? We should come up with a hop spray. That's it. You a know, hop spray? So, like, hop, a really bitter hop, spray? Yes. Uh-huh. So you can just spray Is that, like, the stuff you, just... you paint your kid's fingernails with so it'll stop biting their nails? No, because that did not work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a thing? Yeah. Yeah. You spray your kid's fingernails with things that are, You like, paint them. You paint them. And then it's super bitter. It's kind of like the same bitter they put in um, the, the keyboard cleaner so you can't up it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But is that why you like um, uh, Warhead so much? 
Maybe. It, but it's supposed to be enough that you're not a lot, like you physically can't handle it, so you'll stop biting your nails. Well, if anyone could see my nails right now, that did not work. Training didn't help. That reminds me of a prank that was pulled on me I'm one time. No, it was at, on you. Yeah, it was on me. I didn't need power systems. <laughs> so, fun, fun fact for you kids at home. Um, whatever you do, don't turn a can of liquid uh, keyboard, cleaner. keyboard cleaner upside down and spray it at someone because it probably will almost make them barf. Because like the like the bitter it in, that they put in it is so strong in a liquid form that like I was in the bathroom once at work and we stuck the, the nozzle under the door. Yeah, they stuck the nozzle under the door except in order to get under the door they turned the can upside down. So I didn't get just air. You know, air. Get I basically got liquefied air that like instantly expanded when it like came out and filled the entire room <laughs> with that like awful awful bitterant spell. That's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so fun fact at home. You let kids, him do that? Don't I do did that. it to him. <laughs> you let him do that. I helped. Uh, okay, bitterness. Uh, SRM, uh, which was the color. Super rad oh, mojo. Yeah. Super rad mojo, actually called the standard reference method. Mm. That's, I like super rad mojo. Super better. rad mojo is much better. Um, it goes from two, which is a pale straw, to 40, which is black. Pale straw? Pale straw. Boom. Like a well-hydrated pee. Yeah. So the uh, <laughs> the Saison that we had was 28. Dish liquid. I believe. And so 28 is between a ruby brown and a deep brown. So I think this is probably like a 35. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it. I finished mine. And you don't normally drink any dark beer. No. So a two would be weird. like a Michelob Ultra? Probably. Or a Bud Light Lime. Ooh, Bud Light Lime. You want to start chanting for you? Ooh, gross. Um, okay, Grant, final thought on this beer. I actually like the last one, the Saison, better. Than this one. Than this one. This, I mean, it's not a bad beer by any means. Just the, uh, like the spice profile for me makes it more of a flavor beer than a drinkable beer. Mm-hmm. Right? It's tasty, but I never go order this to drink a whole pint. Okay. You've come a long way. I'm growing. We're really rounding I'm going to make out. a beer lover out of him before, you know. I know. This show's done. Margaret, you like this. I do. I would not drink a whole one. I, it's a lot still for my palate. Mm-hmm. Except I think it'd be really good like a dessert kind of thing with like the pumpkin pound cake I have in my refrigerator right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. Boom. I think it'd be perfect. I that. think so too. Um, but it was mm-hmm. actually really good. That one's great. I like the last one the best. Mm-hmm. The Saison's really good. Yeah. Than this. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not usually a huge fan of of dark beers, um, but I, I think all around this is a pretty good beer. Um, good spice to it. Um, I I thought that it had um, kind of a crispness, a freshness to it. it I didn't feel like it got too um, di- didn't get too weighed down. A lot of times with stouts, you know, you get that real heavy kind of motorish oil taste to it. Um, but this so, is a porter. Oh, sorry, oh, yeah. that's what I meant. <laughs> But uh, no, just in general with with dark beers, I mean, you, you tend to get that like heavier, like weighted down feeling with the beer. So I feel like this managed to stay kind of, um, you know, light and crisp. So, but good good beer overall tonight. I would say all all the beers that we tried, um, I, I enjoyed all of them. I think they all were dis- different in style. But um, yeah, I, I don't think I actually don't even really have a favorite tonight, which is kind of weird. Hmm. Uh, I like this the port of the best. I think, like, seasonally, I, my, my mm. palate no, changes for some reason. I'll I give you that. No, this is a great seasonal cold outside fireplace, which we have rolling right now, like beer. Yeah. It's, it's like 
There's a ton of flavor going on. It's not super, super heavy mouthfeel-wise. Mm-hmm. It's probably seven and a half, eight. That's some, you know, maybe, who knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, look it up. Let us know on Twitter. Tweet at me. And I think it's, I think out of a, um, all three of them held up in a growler. I mean, we'll mm-hmm. see tomorrow how much is, like, how they <laughs> held up. But, well, it's dependent mm-hmm. on the, the style of beer and the CO2 levels and everything. But, um, yeah, I think I like this one the best. Both of the other two were both really solid for being a beer that you can get in a growler and take with you. I think they were all really different from what I originally thought they were going to be, from like their smell and look. The first one was exactly what I thought it was going to be. The Saison got me, because it was lighter and crisper than I thought it smelled and looked. So you were surprised by everything? I was. Especially the last two. Like like Grant was just saying, the last... the Saison. That one. Can't say that word. um, Was crisper in smell, lighter in taste. This one looked darker... Then it actually tasted to me. This hmm. was lighter in, in flavor. So your senses look. are deceiving you. Yeah, but bit. I mean, I'm new, so... Margaret's used to that. <laughs> I, I married Drew, so yes. <laughs> Margaret, do you have any other uh, craft beer tasting facts? No, no, hold on. You had a whole... St- I know, I did. Thing. Guys, I was so prepared. You had a whole, studied... like, prepared thing. I know... Um, you should just like start naming. Can, just start using words. Yeah, <laughs> so just, start, start, just start like clove, like banana, like. Where was my other word? Like is the one oh, juniper, like and swink, swinky, swinky, which swinky. means malty, malty. Mm, swinky is cooler. Swinky is cooler than malty. You I can think. also use the phrase. Um, that's a fun one. Effern- effervescent. effervescent. Chris and I both used that tonight. Yep. Did you? Yep. Well, shoot, missed that word. Um. And I also learned that you can use the word vodka to um, is a flavor in a strong beer. Okay, fun can, facts for I all. I could kind of see that. Chris and I would just call that boozy. Yeah, I would <laughs> call that. Yeah, because that goes with warm finish and heat. Yeah, which is I th- feel like mm-hmm. that's what you use that for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Those are your well. I'm no expert. I don't use those terms. No, like Molotov Light <laughs> is very boozy, very I'm not boozy, either, and very delicious. <laughs> oh, oh man, I use the word yummy. And Yum. like, ew, I make weird faces. Ew, and yummy. Really, it's the only two words you need is eekers or yummy. Yeah. Eek. We it's haven't like had eekers. an eekable beer yet. You get to eat an equal, eekable beer, we'll have like, something eek. there. No, like, eek is Margaret's term for like... Like, that was on point. Like, oh, surprise. So yes. like, like, fleek. Without oh. the FL. Like the, it's just eek. It's just it's eek. eek. <laughs> yeah. But that is eek. I see what she did there. Is that how you use it? Like that is eek. Like no, no. I, she just makes I the noise. Actually, want to do this on air because it'll probably you know, like completely overload the mics. But. Okay, that's fine. All right, uh, we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll turn on Periscope and see if we can get some people on Periscope. Uh, thanks to my patrons. If Patreon.com/slash No Expert Show. If you're listening to this show, you've already seen the email about the Periscope Show last week. Uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't get the video. It's a horrible disaster. But uh, future Periscopes will be recorded. Um, but patreon.com slash noexpertshow is where you can support the show at any level that you want. A quarter, a dollar, five dollars. Get exclusive bonus beer content um, like our Witch's Brew uh, that was just went up on Patreon from our spooktacular 2015. So that's a very fun kind of bonus wine 
which has been requested a lot to do a wine show. I'll be here for that bad boy. We may be doing a wine show in the future because wine kind of goes around the holiday season. Twitter.com slash no expert show. Facebook.com slash no expert show as well as no expert show.com to subscribe to the podcast and get it in your podcatcher of choice. 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 You have podcast of choice. (laughs) Uh, And automatically download the episodes. And Drew, Margaret, Grant, thank you for coming on the show this week. Yeah, thanks Thanks for for coming over to our house. Thank you for offering your home. I I, I bet it's going to sound just great. With the fire and the couch. Can't wait. The couch is going to go back, right? This is... This is number five. It's, this one's going back too. Got it. Okay. okay. Maybe, but we Maybe number keep... six, the keeper. Oh, dear. We'll oh, save boy. that for the Consumer Reports episode. <laughs> couch colors. This is mocha. This is not mocha. Is not <laughs> That's what, what the website says. This is like a nice steel gray. Uh, thanks so much for listening to this episode, and I will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>